You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Monday, December 19th. We're talking Pirates baseball today with Adam Barry, our Pirates reporter. Adam, thank you so much for the time. And, uh, Adam, the last time we chatted, it was uh, face-to-face, a little sit-down fireside chat here at our home base in uh, Chelsea, New York. Uh, Back on the phone line this time, but uh, how was your stay in New York City? It was lovely. Uh, the highlight of it, no doubt, was the in-person podcast. Well, appearance. come on. <laughs> I mean, the free food and the beverages are great, but, but to have a sit-down podcast, I mean, nothing tops that, right? No, no, definitely not, especially not in the, uh, in the studio. That was, absolutely. That was outstanding. Yes, absolutely. Our luxurious accommodations here, you got to see it all. So, yeah. uh, great stuff, Adam, and uh, like I said, uh, we're going to do kind of a, uh, a Christmas-themed uh, podcast today. We'll talk about... Uh, you know, like I said, Christmas topics and uh, New Year's resolutions. But first, before we get all uh, Christmassy and goofy, an actual piece of news for the Pirates on this Monday. They've inked a deal with, uh, for I believe, uh, two years, $11 million with uh, free agent right-hander Daniel Hudson. Talk about that deal. Talk about Hudson and where he could fit into that Pirates rotation. Yeah, Daniel Hudson kind of makes a lot of sense for the Pirates as a free agent reliever. Um, they needed somebody, as we've talked about, to fill sort of that Neftali Feliz role from last year, slotting in most likely between closer Tony Watson and left-handed setup man Felipe Rivero. So Daniel Hudson could essentially be their, uh, their eighth-inning reliever next year, and he could also be somewhat of a closer in waiting. Tony Watson is a year away from free agency. We've heard his name come up a little bit this offseason in trade talks. Um, if not, you know, they've only got him for another year. It could be another guy who's dealt at the deadline like Mark Melanson was. So in that case, they've got themselves a very quality, hard-throwing, experienced right-hander to potentially fill that role. Uh, his contract even has incentives for games finished. So you can see that maybe that role was something they had in mind when they, they reached out to sign him. Um, Hudson's ERA the last year might be a little unsightly, but if you actually break it up, he just had one kind of rough stretch in the middle of the season I think his first two months basically he was around a one ERA and then he closed with an ERA of around 1.6 his last two months so coming back from two Tommy John surgeries uh, this past year he had a little bit of a rough stretch in the middle but uh, basically the kind of guy that you want to see in the back end of your bullpen as far as stuff goes throws a hard fastball Uh, not a ground ball guy which is usually the Pirates thing but you know, they've been looking at different ways to do it. It's an affordable deal. Get them for two years. Uh, it seems like a pretty uh, safe bet as far as just sort of patching up that bullpen. And, of course, when I said rotation earlier, I meant bullpen. That was just – I was speaking in code. I just want to make yeah. sure everybody's aware that's all I was doing. Uh, and, you know, when you look at Daniel Hudson, uh, Adam, and, and his makeup, and you gave his attributes, is this exactly the kind of guy – that, you know, Ray Searidge looks at and says, you know what, I, I can I can turn you around too like he's done with so many others? Yeah, it makes a ton of sense because the guys that the Pirates have had a lot of success with in the past are guys who throw hard and have, you know, a quality sort of out pitch. Uh, Hudson has a good changeup, and he throws, I think the average fastball last year was right around 96 miles an hour. That's the kind of guy the Pirates work really well with, uh, both in the rotation and in the bullpen. Uh, and in this case, they're going to try to sort of work that magic again in the bullpen. Yeah, he's, he's got the arm. He's got the stuff. There's no question. It's a matter of uh, putting it all together, and maybe uh, with the Pirates is where Daniel Hudson does that in 2017. So, uh, Adam, thanks for that uh, on him. But now let's get to the fun stuff. Uh, no offense <laughs> to Daniel Hudson, but let's talk some Christmas-themed uh, topics here with this Pirates team, beginning with uh, question number one. What else? 
Uh, which player on this Pirates team would make the very best department store Santa Claus? Yeah, I thought about Josh Bell for this because he's a big guy. He's really great with kids and fans and people in general, a really friendly guy. But I think the only correct answer here is reliever Jared Hughes. Hmm. He might be the single nicest and friendliest man in baseball. Wow. Um, he always makes time for media fans, teammates, club staffers, so on. We talked about this when he was the, uh, the Pirates Roberto Clemente Award nominee. So you can totally see him sitting there, you know, in the suit, smiling, waiting until every last kid in line is droned on about, you know, which pony or race car they want for Christmas. And he would sit there patiently, wait the whole time with a good spirit and a smile on his face. And he's also a new father. So hmm. congratulations to Jared and, and Kelly. And he may have to do some of the mall, sto- the mall uh, Santa Claus experience here in the relatively near future. Interesting. Uh, that's a very interesting pick, and I'm sure that uh, he puts a lot of smiles on, lot, on a lot of faces and a solid choice uh, for the Pirates Department Store Santa Claus, no question. Uh, Adam, question number two, as we all know, Rudolph is the undisputed leader of Santa's reindeer, so within the Pirates Clubhouse, who is the Rudolph of that group? Interesting question. Um, I've always viewed the Pirates as sort of a, you know, a reindeer committee, if you will, like a leadership by committee team. They have the leadership council with Clint Hurdle, he brings him into his office to talk. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon is probably the one everyone thinks of here. He's, you know, the face of the franchise, uh, the longest tenured guy. You know, when he talks, people listen. You can totally see him out front uh, sort of leading the squad. Um, so that, that would be my pick there. But, you know, there's, there's some other reindeers pulling the sled as well, if you will. Reindeer, not ears. That's not correct. That's true. I think Garrett Cole is definitely in that group. Uh, Tony Watson, Jared Hughes uh, probably deserve some love there. And then the other guy I think is David Freeze. Um, he's, I think, going to step into more of a, a lead dog, lead deer kind of role this next season now that he's under contract. He's going to be around for a while. He's another guy who, uh, you know, Clint Ertle says that he's got a lot of skins on his wall, which is, I guess, his way of saying that he's a very experienced uh, type of leader. I so hope. he's another guy who, you know, when he talks, people listen. So Kutch is Rudolph, but there's a lot of reindeer pulling this sled. It's a, a red nose by committee, I suppose. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, Adam, to question number three, and, I, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but uh, you may surprise me. After a difficult 2016, which player – should stand underneath the mistletoe with the fan base to kind of kiss and make up and hope for a fresh start in 2017. Now, I don't think I'm going to surprise you. I'm <laughs> very predictable in this regard. Uh, I think it's got to be Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, we've talked about that a, a ton. And we'll talk about it a whole lot more next year until he's no longer a Pirate. 2016 was the worst season of his career. Uh, 2017 could bring a lot of change for him, uh, whether it's you know a different team or a different spot in the outfield. But I think the one thing everybody wants to see go back to being the same as the way Andrew McCutcheon hits. Um, certainly something that he believes is cap- he's capable of. The Pirates believe he's capable of doing it. Um, so I think he could definitely benefit from a, a new start and especially next season, a good start at the plate. Yeah, I think April and May are going to be key to kind of, you know, get the vultures off his case and to just uh, relax and be the player that we know he can be. It'll be uh, all eyes on Andrew McCutcheon from opening day on in 2017. Adam, question number four. Assuming every player on this team is an eight-year-old boy, which player would be so excited they would wake up the earliest on Christmas morning to tear open their gifts? Man, that that is a great question. Um, There's a lot of kids on the Pirates, mostly in terms of their age. It's a very young team heading into next season. Um, I don't know if there's anyone who's going to go 
uh, you know, full like Nintendo 64 kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> I apologize for that reference, which is both incredibly dated and makes me sound obnoxiously young, which is really hard to do. Uh, my gut reaction, though, is Francisco Cervelli, the catcher. He's a real high energy kind of guy. He's very, you know, energetic, friendly. He's he plays with a lot of passion. Um, I don't know if he's like an early riser, so I don't know if he's going to be out there at 5:30 a.m. or whatever time kids wake up on Christmas morning, but. When you think about someone jumping up and getting real excited, I think uh, that is Francisco Cervelli on the Pirates. Good stuff. I know he'll be the one to, uh, you know, get the parents out of bed, uh, all bleary-eyed after they're up till 3 a.m. putting together bikes or race car sets or what have you. Francisco Cervelli is going to be uh, that guy. Good answer. And, uh, Adam, transitioning from uh, Christmas to uh, New Year's to kind of wrap things up, everybody makes a resolution uh, with each coming New Year, and uh, very few of us keep it. But let's assume the Pirates uh, keep theirs simply – what would their New Year's resolution be for 2017? Is there not there's not going to be like everyone else that they're going to eat better and exercise more? I guess uh, not. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that theirs would be to pitch better and get back to the postseason because that's basically what their entire uh, 2017 really will come down to. Pitching was what sort of led them astray uh, in 2016. They didn't get uh, you know the production that they they did from 2013 to 15, uh, where the rotation was so strong, their bullpen was even better. So I think that is really the key to getting uh, 2017 uh, sort of back on track. It's hard to say, you know, what the what the competition will dictate as far as the NL Central being so tough and the wild card competition. But uh, if they can get back to where they were in the past in terms of their pitching staff, they have a much better shot of uh, at least getting into the mix of the postseason uh, contention, which is their whole goal next year and every year. Yeah, I think that's a resolution they're going to work extremely hard to keep uh, to get back to where they feel they should be back in the postseason mix in 2017. Great stuff, as always, from Adam Barry, our Pirates reporter. Adam, happy holidays to uh, you and yours. We'll talk again soon. In the meantime, it's Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.